0: Hello all and welcome to the Heel Turn Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Jackson Jr. And man, did AEW Dynamite suck, man. It was hard to go through. It was hard. But look, I'm not, I'm not going to make you guys go through it. I'm going to make this as entertaining as possible. We're going to get through this review. Because look, I, I had to suffer through it so I could tell you guys about it. And I'm going to make this as entertaining as possible. Devin Lee Crimes had the NXT review, NXT 2.0 review. So go check that out. He gave NXT a good review yesterday. So you can go and check that out. I'm not, I, I can't give you the same for, for AEW. I can, I can tell you what I saw, Give you a little laugh here and there. <laughs> but after that, no, we're not, you do not go back and watch this. You could, you could if you want to, but the main event was the Chris Jericho Society. The Chris Jericho Society. Taking on freaking John Silver. And and uh uh and Alex Reynolds. So that's that's Adam Cole and Jay Lethal also fought in this match card in this um in tonight. So they, they weren't even the main event. It's not making any sense. CM Punk fought today. He wasn't even the main event, but we had the Chris Jericho Society, because that's that's drawing, that's that's what's getting your attention. I don't know about y'all, but I, I don't know. I'm Chris Jericho's getting on my last nerves, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But CM Punk kicked off the show, taking on Dax Hardwood. It was weird because Dax, I'm I'm just so used to seeing him with, with cash. You know, it's just weird to see tag teams. You know, when you see Montez Ford, I'm like, God, I know I'm switching brands, but when you see Montez Ford by fighting by himself, it's just weird looking. So you know, Dax hit CM Punk with a nasty power bomb, thought it killed him. But the gun club was at ringside, and they we we still don't know why, but they were distracting Dax the whole time. The ref. It's awful at their job. Every ref in AEW needs to get fired immediately. Because every time there's any type of distraction, they make it seem like... And the distractions be so long. I can't... If I'm beating a dude up for five straight minutes and the ref still ain't turn around, you got to fire that dude. Because there's somebody, somebody paying. You paying that ref behind the scenes on the low. That's foolish. But all in all, CM Punk won. CM Punk beat Dax with an Anaconda device, tapped him out, and the, the gun club was still at ringside. The top guys, FTR, walked past them, kind of stared him down. So I'm assuming this is the next rivalry coming up. Not a problem. I can't complain too much. So that leads us to Chris Jericho. I had to bring this up a little bit because Chris Jericho had a picture of John Silver when John Silver was like 11, I think it was. And they was uh, he was posted up with Chris Jericho. And I was like, they want to be CM Punk and MJF so bad. Like, just because we already seen this, you know, from MJF and CEO Punk. And they explained it and they talked so long about it. They made it, they turned it into a story. Chris Jericho did this for one segment, you know, for one. And all he said was, we're going to future endeavor, you guys, because we're, we're sports entertainers and that's better than pro wrestlers. Oh my God, stop, just stop, bro. This is Chris Jericho. You are just, you're old, you're burnt out. To me, you are burnt out. This is the you went from the influencer to the Chris Jericho Society, and now that's entertainment. No, because I'm still bored. Nothing you are doing is exciting me in any type of way, shape, or form. And nobody, nobody cared about you being in the main event. This match being in the main event, and I'm gonna get to that in a minute. I'm a, I'm gonna tear this shit to shreds. I promise you. I got you. But first, I got to get it to the Hardys. The Hardys and Darby Allen and Sting took on Private Party. Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, the butcher and the blade. Now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But as a wrestling fan, I want my matches to make some type of sense. I, I, I don't want to see car crashes. I'm sorry. Car crashes are, and I mean that in a wrestling term, but wrestling term, car crashes are cool. They can be lit sometimes. You know, there's so many things happening at once and that's pretty much an AEW, what, MLW format. But what? what is going on even in the picture and picture there was like three camera cuts just going into three different spots like what i can't keep up i didn't know what was going on i if i were explaining to y'all where everybody was at i'd tire myself out i wouldn't even be able to finish this review but i just gotta go to where well first off let me let me talk about how let me pat myself on the back real fast good job i say it's because i had i guessed correctly that when the Butcher and the Blade, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, they was coming up to the ring. Darby and them, Darby Sting and the Hardys, they're already in the ring just staring at them. The way the camera was set up, the way the camera was set at ringside, looking at Private Party and the Butcher and the Blade, angling it, you can't even see the ring. I'm like, man, this, that's you know, this kind of crazy. It would be crazy if, you know, Darby Allen just kind of flew in the Oh, okay. Darby just, and Darby just flies from, through the, and he just, it's a suicide dive. I was like, well, I, I, he didn't even give me a chance to guess what he was going to do. They ain't even, as soon as they, they didn't even touch the ring. Nobody, private party, the butcher and the blade, nobody touched the ring. They literally walked up and Darby Allen just launched himself into the, through the middle rope. And I called it. I was, and then Sting went on the top rope. Well, I'm elderly. Let me, let me, let me, you know, fuck myself up more. He gets on the top rope and jumps off and is crossbodying people. That's cool, but why, why are we doing this five seconds into the match? I and Dar- Darby does this all the time. I see Darby. When Darby comes in for the save, or Darby, and it's cool. He's a fast guy. like every he, He's smooth with it. But it, when it's to the point where I'm calling it and you see the camera man getting into place and everybody's angling themselves to the right, if I can call it, if everybody else at home most likely could call it, we already know what's going on. So there, that took me out the match right there. But what threw me off, what threw me off was uh, they went to the concourse. Everybody was fighting. Not everybody, but uh, Jeff Hardy. Jeff and Sting were fighting the Butcher and the Blade. And then Darby showed up. And they put the Butcher and the Blade on two tables. Jeff Randomly grabs a ladder. I'm like, oh my god, man. Jeff, you just got here, bro. What is Tony Khan asking you to do? You already proved yourself, bro. You already we already went through this 10 years ago, 20 years ago. We don't. I'm not trying to touch 30 years from now, Jeff. Just stop. I don't want to see Sting doing cross bodies. And you just said, you know what? Hold my beer, bro. I got this. Sting can do cross bodies at 60, man. Man. Y'all, you must not know who I am. Y'all must not know who I am. But the crazy part is he grabs the ladder, climbs on top the ladder. He gets on the, it's weird. It was like a railing. It was like a railing in the gym. And then he hits a Swanton Bomb. And it's it's cool and all, but it was unnecessary. It came out of nowhere. Jeff, we're cool. Well, I'm okay with seeing Jeff do these athletic, death-defying, you know, moves that he's known to do. But not at this age. And not, not for no reason. This is a random match. This is literally a random match on a random Wednesday that, that it doesn't make sense. Now if Jeff saw CM Punk. And CM Punk was on that table. And Jeff was like, oh, well, there's a ladder near me. Okay, I'm going to kill this. You know, it is what it is. That makes more sense. But there's, there was no emotional connection to this Butcher and the Blade match. And not only that, Matt was going to hit Isaiah Cassidy with a side effect off the stage. But private party, oh, well, not private party, but Matt Quinn uh, saved him, saved Isaiah Cassidy. So they got Matt and they all three of them jumped off the stage and took some tables. Why didn't Matt Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy just pick up Matt Hardy and throw him off? Why did they have to fall with him, hurt themselves, put themselves a hard way, harm's way you Could have just grabbed Matt, picked him up, and just threw him over there. Good job, guys. Pick them up, throw him in the ring. Here we go. We good. They grabbed the ring, hit they grabbed Matt, hit him with like a double side effect into some tables. Why did they have to put themselves into harm's way for one person? Why did all three men have to go? You know, I'm explaining it too much. So it's just gonna it's just gonna piss me off. So let's at the end of it, they they rolled Matt Hardy in the ring, and then. Jim Ross, Jim Ross, Jim Ross, man, Jim Ross was the MVP today because he was just like, "What the fuck am I calling right now?" He was, he was, he was uh, with for people that watch wrestling on a daily basis. He was this, he was so flabbergasted at everything he was seeing. Like as soon as they rolled Matt Hardy in the ring, they was like, "This has," he said, "This was the smartest decision." Made this whole match because this whole match was taken outside of the ring. Nobody reached, nobody entered the ring until they hit Matt with that side effect. Jeff Hardy did the swan time and then they finally got Matt in the ring. Like, why do we have to waste 15 to 20 minutes outside of it just to roll? That was unnecessary, unnecessary. So, obviously, uh, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy. Darby Allen and Sting won the match. What else? What else? What else could you have asked for? Uh, Brian Daniels said that John Moxley taking all, took on the Varsity Blondes. And let me tell you something Justin Roberts, Justin Roberts announcing John Moxley's name was longer than the Varsity Blondes entrance. That's crazy. I said, how long was he saying John Moxley's name? Oh, he was probably said it for like four seconds because the fact that Varsity Blondes didn't have an interest. They kind of, I was expecting, I seen the match card. They showed us the varsity blondes taking on Brian Danielson and John Moxley. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Varsity blondes are not bad. Brian Pillman Jr. You see, I don't don't know if he's been getting, he's been pushed on and pushed off, waxed on and waxed off. I don't know. I can't, I don't know whether it's a cheer for him or whether it's just ignore him. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but he's on and off our TV screen. Why should we care? Julia Hart was with him, but she just sat in the corner and stared I don't know, it's like one of them uh, You ever seen anime Where it's like people's just like When people have them like death stares And everything's just dark around them And it's like just just sadness and horror That was Julia Hart Julia Hart was in the corner all, that whole time And it's good, because if she would've saw her brothers Getting their ass beat She probably would've been brought into more depression So Julia Hart You, you did good, I should've did what you did And looked away, because That's all the Varsity Blondes did was get their ass beat. Did they have some offense? Yes. But is it worth saying? No. Brian Danielson, John Moxley for the win. John Moxley spit a promo and he pretty much just said, uh, we're the best tag team and if you want to get with us, get with the get down. But just know it ain't going to be easy and we're going to do that to you. So they're accepting newcomers. That's all it is. Now, this is, this is where we get to the best part of the, the best part of the episode because MJF came out, and he spit a promo. Thank God. Thank God for MJ, man. MJF, man. Not not Michael Jordan, but MJF. Him and John Spears came out. They had security around the ring, obviously. So, he pretty much was talking, oh, he was talking that talk. Obviously, it's MJF. What do you expect? So, he talked a little bit about Warlow. Just told him that he couldn't win the TNT Championship, but that's his fault. You know? And then he says, CM Punk. He talked about CM Punk a little bit. And he said CM Punk cheated to win. And he said that they'll wrestle at some point. You know, he ain't gotta worry about that. But right now, right now, CM Punk can do what CM Punk wanna do. But we'll come across, we'll cross paths one day at some point. And he said, but even then, and I quote, matter of fact, what my phone at? I said, and I quote, it won't be over until I attend Punk's funeral and piss on his grave. Why do you have so much hatred for one man? Why, why he just got here? Like it hasn't even been a whole year yet, and you you just you just you just despise this man. And He just got here; it don't make any sense. But after he said that despicable, heinous, heinous thing, he took his attention back to uh, Warlow. He called him a pig. You know, he he just said that if it wasn't for if it wasn't for him, Warlow wouldn't be who he was. And he said he signed a deal with the devil and he said he was going to make his life a living hell. He's going to kick his skank mother out of her house. He owns him. And I guess there were some and I'm going to say this. And no, I hope nobody gets I'm I'm just repeating what MJF said. But I guess after he said the the devil comment, there was a couple Jesus chants. And you know, he's Jewish, uh, MJF is. So as they were screaming Jesus, MJF also says and I'm going to strap Warlow to the cross just like him. Wow. Now, granted, MJF, he's a heel, He'll heat. You know, this, this is coming from a guy that's called his mama slut. Like, so, you know, if this, if this was anybody else that had said that, I would have been like, oh, my God, how could you? But nah, it's okay. It's okay. This is MJF. He could say whatever. I feel like MJF is that guy that's the, I know back in the day, there was some people that was just like, oh, this man. When he said to Paul Heyman, I don't care what you say. Just make me money, you know? Because I believe that Paul Heyman had a shoot promo, a work shoot promo. And he's like, Vince, do you want to know what I'm going to say? And Vince was like, I don't care. Just make me money. And then that's what Paul Heyman went in there threw his head in there. I hate you. You stupid. You, you, you made all of us broken. You took all, all of us out of business. I ought to do that to you. I'm sorry. Let me stop. But Adam Cole went on against Jay Lethal. They had a, a good back and forth match. There was Jay Lethal kept trying to hit his finisher, but he just couldn't he couldn't get it to go. It was too many reversals from reversals from Adam Cole. Not only that, Adam Cole had him with a nasty kick in the back of the head. That was vicious. And we know Adam Cole is good with catching you with that kick. Shout out to Ricochet. And the crazy thing about this is Red Dragon kept interfering in this match. And every time they interfered, Aubrey just just ignored, ignored everything they did. And it was at least five five distractions and it was annoying like don't this takes you out of the match and then adam Cole grabs the mic and talks about i'm better than everybody this is a fluke and i'm that dude but how are you that how are you the greatest and how are you ranked number one and how are you the top guy when you can't do none of this yourself you can't at all at least mjf had warlow that's one guy Chris Sean Spears wasn't coming in interfering. Sean Spears came in at the very end when after when all the dirty work was done. You didn't have to worry about like it was. It's unnecessary. You don't call you and don't call yourself the big dog in the words of John Cena. <laughs> you know don't call yourself the big dog if you can't do it yourself. That's a, I, I, Adam Cole's character is a bitch. I'm sorry. I have to say that I didn't mean to say that all forceful, but that was the first. I was gonna think of a nicer word, but he, he's a bitch. I'm sorry. So I, I miss NXT, Adam Cole. I want to see him back. Red Dragon, they're pretty, they're pretty cool. The interference is annoying, but them as a tag team, I ain't got a problem with it. Sure. Sure. Before, before I get to the three other unnecessary things that have happened in this, in this show, uh, Dustin Rose had a promo. with Him and Lance Archer are going against each other on Rampage. And Dustin Rose said... <laughs> What did, what did he say? His exact words was, monsters die too. But man, when he said two, it was like a flood entered the gates of the Aew arena. like it was the cameraman swiped off. like it was the the cameraman, the talents getting swept. like it was so much like I'm glad I ain't have my 4D glasses on. When he was talking, it was just, it was disgusting. Like, I'm sorry, you that's the rose, wear a mask the next <laughs> wear the mask the next time you do your promo because that was disgusting. But uh Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti got in the ring. They just talked about uh, Sammy losing his title, but that's okay because he wants payback from Paige, Van Zant, and Scorpio Sky and them. And Dan Lambert came out, he talked a lot of crap, pretty much. He did his usual, his usual talk. Of how you know they're they're pretty much trash. AEW is, you know, he has titles, so there's nothing they have to worry about, and they don't have to worry about getting another title shot or getting an opportunity because they ain't getting one. He kissed the title, and then uh Sammy Guevara said that, well, if you would have known what me and Ty did with that title, you know what I'm saying? It would, you know, you would be disgusted. And so Dan Lambert, oh, uh, that's gross, and like threw the title on the ground. We're just trifling, like I said, me and Devin talked about it. These these relationship storylines are stupid. They're, they're stupid. They're boring. All they involve is sex and, you know, innuendos about if I wanted to watch that, I wanted to watch the I would have watched the Carmela and Corey Graves show. And then if I wanted to watch that, I would have just went to Pornhub. You know, what I was what? like, it's just stupid stuff. Like the, the, everything, they, everything they talk about is this sex. and It is trying to be edgy and trying to be funny and cute, but it's not. It's lame. And I hated every second of it. Legit, Layla Hirsch took on Red Velvet. Layla Hirsch beat Red Velvet. That's about it. Uh, Last but not least, the main event, the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society took it on Dark Order, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds. Before I get to that, uh, I I didn't mean to backtrack so bad, but Thunder Rosa actually had a small little promo. Before she could even say a couple more words, Vicky Guerrero came out, excuse me, kept saying excuse me like five times. She talked about Thunder Rosa not having a green card. I was like, oh, oh, okay. That's kind of foul. Thunder Rosa was like, actually, I got my citizenship in Texas. And then Nyla Rose came out and beat her up. So looks like Nyla Rose is coming up. You know, I mean, it looks like Nyla Rose is coming up into the title scene. So I don't know. It was just weird. I know a lot of people didn't like that citizenship angle, but these are two Hispanic people, Hispanic women at that. You know, I don't, I don't see why that's. Oh, this is distasteful. This is horrible. How they should have just left that alone. If it was Dan Lambert coming in saying something like that, then yeah, okay, I can see you guys flipping out. This is this is Vicky Guerrero, Guerrero, and Thunder Rosa. It doesn't make any, You know, this it doesn't make any sense. You know, that it's 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 fine. It's definitely fine. If you if you if you didn't have a problem with MJF saying what he had to say and talking, oh my god, he just working everybody. He's just so great. But I have a problem with what Vicky Guerrero said you should just go to hell, man. Just get out of my face. Uh, Chris Jericho defeated the Dark Order, and that was AEW. I mean, I wish I wish I could say so much more about this, but this this was just awful. It felt like forever. Why was this match card even set up this way? I mean, I would have had that Thunder Rosa stuff way in the beginning. CM Punk would have been way later. Lebron Danielson match would have been way later. Legit Layla Hirsch would have been up a little bit more. What that tag team match in the, that tag team match earlier in the beginning, the Hardys, and then wouldn't even have happened. A tornado tag. When you hear a tornado tag, when you hear a trios match. When you hear a multi-man flippity doo match in AEW, you know you're about to see some bullshit, man. It's just stupid, and I'm not that. I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm not trying to be aggressive. But when you when you are watching a TV show and everybody's just like, "This is the greatest," and everybody's saying this is the greatest thing you'll ever see, and it doesn't make sense compared to what you've watched back in the day. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. You have a MJF and CM Punk match. No, there wasn't 13,000 men out here doing suicide dives. It wasn't the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society. One man taking the whole, the whole glory. He taking the whole centerpiece of a show and centering it around themselves. Dang, I should call, should call Chris Jericho Shane McMahon, if anything. It's just the whole, the whole setup doesn't make sense. The outlook of it, the outlook of this didn't make sense. But that was AEW. Thank you so much for listening. Me and Devin will be live tomorrow, so be on the lookout for that. This will drop in the morning. So before you get you a nice cup of coffee, listen to this beautiful voice. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the Heel Turn Podcast. Check us out on iTunes and Spotify every Saturday for more wrestling news and to be a part of the conversation. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Heel Turn Podcast and on Twitter at underscore the heel turn.